Check-ity-check. Check-check-check. Check-check-check. It's happening. We're back again. Yep. Another Another episode of a heart-to-heart, heart-to-heart. Yep. Come on, give it to us. So let's talk about the opening. So today's episode that we watched was season three, episode five for the train spotters in the crowd. Murder up their sleeve. Yep. And, and they, there was. There was. Uh, <laughs> up somebody's sleeve. Yeah. So. I think. The, let's talk about the intro first. You know what? There wasn't any murder. Oh, maybe there was, but un, unsure. Oh, great point. There wasn't really a murder. Yeah. It wasn't about solving a murder at yeah. all. It's a great point. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. It wasn't. Hey, so bullshit on murder yeah, up right? the sleeve. It was more of a, um, like a business grievance episode or something, right? <laughs> was that I think I blacked out for a little bit during the, yeah. the exposition. When you were in the tiger pit. <laughs> um, yeah. The intro, let's talk about the intro first. Yes, let's start there. So season three intro. Mm-hmm. So they introduced a few more clips into the opening montage. Yeah. Some of which were fantastic. <laughs> the, <laughs> the standout for me was a Jennifer doing some sort of exercise. Oh, yeah. I think uh, it was like a was yoga killer. move or something like that. But it, was <laughs> but it was way too fast for a yoga move. Sure. She point. was swinging the leg. Sweep the leg, Johnny. She was <laughs> no mer- she was, there was no mercy. And she was doing it as fast as possible. No yoga does that. It's a good point. But it was hilarious. It was quite a move, and she was doing it in her silk pajamas with Jonathan sort of watching, and the uh, also the, the dog, dog, I think. Yes. Because the dog, then they had the reaction shot of the dog watching her like go up and like the dog is moving his head up and down. Yeah. Adorbs. Yeah. So, that, the dog reaction <laughs> shot. so I'm sorry. What was the standout for you, if not that? Um. <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer Hart in either an elf or a Peter Pan costume. Oh yes, costume yes. Oh yeah. There's a string of costumes that were awesome. Max has like a uh, two gentlemen of Verona or some kind of town cry- Shakespearean town crier. Look. Yes. There was also Jennifer. I believe it was Jennifer in some geisha yes. situation, winking sl- very slowly. Yeah. And was there good. was also Max in dr- in like very poor drag. That was rough. That yeah. Was, that was, I was hungry after seeing the uh, Nelly Burger King commercial. Yeah. Then I was not as hungry after I saw that. Did you ever see Victor Victoria? No. Great movie. Okay. And uh, talk. Yeah, I mean it's just fun. And in at one point, Robert Preston does a stand-in for Julie Andrews' character, and he's got the same kind of like really really bad. Makeup mm-hmm. job on. I mean, so I guess that's the cue that sure. it's you know yeah. they did it themselves yeah. and they don't know right. what they're doing, and right. it's not real, right? You know, so don't be scared, right? All you heteros out there, <laughs> they didn't really mean it, <laughs> right? They didn't really mean it. It's a joke. It's like the football players are dressed as the cheerleaders. Sure. Another fave besides Jennifer doing the um, thing for sure. Yeah. The exploding golf cart. <laughs> Which was a, a great cocktail at our bar. You should try that. It's yeah. delicious. Right. Uh, and just the top of it. it. Like, it was clearly not even part of the engine. It was, like, just the top of it exploded. Which I is fantastic. level of detail about it. Because <laughs> I did not but. What I did notice is <laughs> golf cart blows up. Yes. And it's, I didn't really parse this, but like the hearts are seemingly a good distance from the golf cart, but yes. they get blown off their feet in the sand trap yes. as a reaction to yes. the exploded golf cart. True. 
I'm not sure of the physics of like a golf cart, the top of a golf cart exploding, but I'm guessing it doesn't send a shock wave outward such that someone who's 20 to 50 feet away would then be pushed backwards by the force. Yeah. It is in the heart's world. Watch out. Look out. <laughs> Shockwave's coming at you. Ba-da-da-da! <laughs> uh, I don't know if this is the same. We'll have to see if we see an, an earlier season episode again, but the the quip in the intro where Max says, this is Mrs. Hart. Yeah. Uh, he says... She's a lady who knows how to take care of herself. I feel like right? I, I would have to look, but I have to listen to the past ones, but I feel like there's a little change in that line. Right, because I feel like the first one is, she's gorgeous. That's for sure is the, the first season. The second one I feel like yeah. is, uh, she's quite a lady or something like that. Huh. We'll have to go back okay. and check. Yeah, maybe. Maybe so. But I don't even know what that means. She, she knows, knows how, how to take, take care of herself. What does that even mean? You know, she's not letting herself go to pot. Is that what it means? I believe so. She showers? <laughs> Exercises like a maniac. <laughs> Does those leg swings? <laughs> <laughs> if that's... <laughs> if that's taking care of yourself, I'm in a lot of trouble. <laughs> I'm going to start doing that all the time now. When we do our shot-to-shot, shot-by-shot remake of the intro... Yeah, please let me have that part. You can, you can do that I, one I need for to sure. Do that. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> can we get the coach to be Max? I think we could. Yeah. I mean, he's the best hype man in the business. I feel like it's a, on a trajectory. I've, totally. He was born to do that gig. <laughs> Among other things. Um. Yeah, that intro is. There's a lot of material in there. We're gonna have to watch another season three episode next. Because yeah. I want to absorb a little more of that. Sure. There was a lot going on there. Yeah, there was. You made me. It's the only time we've ever backed up an episode. You made me back it up. I did the, because you missed that string of costumes that yeah. were just out of this world. Yeah. <laughs> it was like a one, two, three, four punch. It was. It was the hits kept coming. It was like Lionel Richie's Can't Slow Down album or Brian Adams' Reckless. It's just like, bam, you just thought you heard the last hit? Yeah. You thought it was enough to hear uh, Somebody and uh, One Night Love Affair and uh, Heaven? I'm going to throw Summer of 69 at you. That's right. How do you like that? Yeah. They were all, (laughs) Mart and Tom Mankiewicz were all, (laughs) finish him. They really let him have it. Great reference to the uh, Minkowitzes. I can't remember Mart's last name. Howley? Crowley? Crowley, yes. Crowley? Yeah, yeah. Can't forget Mart. Yeah, no, you can't. Mart. And his stupid name. Grievance. That's a grievance. It is. Uh, I disagree so, with it. So this episode begins with... Jonathan Hart at a wood-paneled bar. I assume in his basement. I thought it was at his office. Oh, maybe. I think it's in his office. Oh, right, because Jennifer, for no reason, calls him on the phone. Oh, right. And she's at home, so (laughs) obviously he's not at home. Yeah. (laughs) His office it has a bar. Yeah, and it's just hideous. (laughs) It is, but I feel it's not. It's of the time, though. You think? You say? I think so. For a fancy guy. I mean, a real fancy guy, like old school fancy, like someone who lived in like the Northeast, right, would have just yeah. like old wood, right, and old, yeah. because it would be existing thing. But I feel right. like 80s L.A. fancy guy would have had to put in a bar and they would put yeah. in the paneling. I mean, what would you do that was fancy? Yeah, I mean, I guess also, you know, his office doesn't look that great. It's just like a... <laughs> yeah, 70s It's a box. Of, yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, for that, I guess maybe you would have to go modern, but I don't think maybe that they were doing that. Maybe that's why he has so much money, because he didn't blow it on the appointments <laughs> of his maybe. office space, yeah. right? Maybe so. He's but he's so- having a little chit-chat, a little tete-a-tete. 
at that bar with someone from the FBI and someone from the IRS. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. And I don't right. know why. IRS guys at the table looking through some paperwork. Yeah. And right, doing FBI shit. guy. And then Jonathan has a lot of jewelry on in that oh, show. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Several bracelets. Two bra- bracelet on each arm. One of them might have had two bracelets. Otherwise, it was oh, yeah. like a double wide. Yeah. I'm not sure. <laughs> right. And then he has the giant pinky ring. Yes. And the wedding ring. Yeah. Those aren't separate hands. Yes. It's a lot. Yep. And we don't know what was going on on his chest because he had the... Yeah, his shirt and tie, right? Yeah. Yeah. And he was talking about somebody, some guy he had a business dealing with, oh, that he got out of business with, who yeah. was a bad seed. Is that was is that related? Yeah. That's uh, Herbert Schmerbel's, or whatever his name is, who's the guy, who's the mummy later. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't come up with it. <laughs> I like it. Let's stick with that. <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> I completely missed that uh, yeah. connection. Yeah, because okay. then when they mention the name later, I'm like, wait you, a minute. Did your ears per- perk oh, up? Oh, yeah, they did. Yeah. I was like, hello. <laughs> Full circle. Covered a clue. <laughs> um, so. Right. So Jonathan basically gets, they talk, the FBI guy's asking, I don't know why they're talking about this, but he's like, yeah, Herbert Schmerbel's, and, and Jonathan's like, yeah, I just didn't like the cut of his jib or whatever, and the FBI guy's like, good thing you got out of Oh, yeah, I remember that line. Him or something uh-huh. like that. Yeah. And then, I don't know what's happening, and then sort of apropos of nothing, Mrs. Hart calls and says, yeah. And she's using a typewriter and also a pencil, a pencil with an eraser. eraser. Yeah. And erasing something that she just typed, which that yeah. doesn't work. So nobody's used a typewriter on that show. <laughs> and then, unless they had some special eraser mate ink, but even those right. that might have had special erasers that went with them, the eraser mate pens. Yeah. Yeah. In Maybe she was trying to improv and she's never used a typewriter. That's probably more likely. Also, you blow the like typewriter business, like the eraser stuff. Now that's going in the typewriter. Yeah. You're never again, getting that out. Again, she's never used a typewriter. So, <laughs> so yeah, she calls for no apparent reason. Yep. And then he's basically like, I'll see you later. Right. And then he does. He comes home. Oh, but before Mm-mm. that. Right, that was that gives you the excuse to set up the shot in the house. Yes. Where Max enters right as she hangs up the phone, and yes. Max is wearing a tuxedo with the ruffle shirt. Oh yeah, it's nice, right? He's got a nice rig, <laughs> and he announces that he's going on a date with Marlene. Yeah. And then Marlene shows up right at that moment, right? Beeps the horn outside. Yeah. It's like gotta go, and they're going to a magic show. Right. The amazing marsupial, or whatever the guy's name is, yeah, right? Mumford, let's just say. Sure. Because he's from Sesame Street. I've heard it both ways. Yes. And so they... <laughs> so Max is like, I got to go. Oh, because the hearts like aren't going to use their tickets. They have tickets to this magic show, and but Max is a big fan. Yeah. Did she mention that? Because it was odd to me that they go to the magic show, and then they sit down, and the guy says, may I see your ticket? And he pulls it out, and then... Gives it to him, and the guy says to Max, Mr. and Mrs. Hart. And, and then Max looks all confused, and he's like, right. well, I'm not Mr. I'm like, this is the first time you've looked at the ticket? Also, do the tickets have your name on it? Is that how tickets work? It was handwritten in. You're invited, right? Mr. and Mrs. Hart are invited. Did it really? Did yeah. you see that? I did. We, I wasn't watching, apparently. <laughs> huh. I might have been writing notes about the pinky ring. I was going to say you were, yeah. Or I might have been writing notes about the dude who seats them who's like, yeah. we got to find out who that actor is. He's like a standard, like, mm-hmm. creepy henchman guy who's in everything. I, feel I might like call he was him a ex- brute. What's a who? I might call him a brute. I think that's a great description. Yeah, right? He's a weird upper body dimensions. Yeah. He's got like a weird, now the tux might not have been helping in the yeah. cummerbund. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh... <laughs> Um, yeah. yeah, but that dude's like, he's sort of a creepy, he's like a guy who like probably plays 
like an undertaker, like right or like you know. Yeah, you think so? Yeah, in everything, right? Mm. He's like that kind of guy. He had some crazy thing going on with his hair too. It was like a. It's the Letterman. He had a it Letterman was like wig. A big swoopy yeah. thing going on, in but the in front. like four different directions, right. like in different <laughs> quadrants of his head. It was right. Good head of hair. I mean, God bless. Yeah. But. But a disaster. <laughs> the stylist was not doing him any favors. I feel like that's a guy, if you have hair like that, you either need to, like, don't even try to comb or brush it. Just <laughs> let it do its thing. Just let it go its way. Yeah. Or you got to keep it shorter or maybe right. longer. I don't right. know what it is. But right. whatever he was doing that in the middle 70s thing or I was going to say, I feel like that that is of the time. Oh, yeah. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. To look There's that the weird, terrible. like, helmet hair. And yeah. That's like... Trying to make hair do stuff that it shouldn't do. Yeah. Not good. And then begins the magic. Yeah. So, I mean... Uh, <laughs> right. And so the magician, <laughs> who's wearing an unnerving amount of makeup, too, it was so... <laughs> Every time I looked at that guy, it was so upsetting. And the combination of the goatee and the makeup is so gross to me, it's... It's so gross. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was I, ambivalent. Oh my! I there was oh. <laughs> the valence of it was very strong for me. It's just, but the the so the magician guy I think is a guy who was a guy at the time, like a magician at the time. Yeah, that, it would make sense. 1980 or whatever. 81. Yeah, because they really gave him a Harry stage. Harry Blackstone, I believe, was, which also kind of describes his combination of goatee and makeup to me. I was just going to gonna say, are you sure you didn't just make that up? I... I'm pretty sure that's who it was. We'll look oh, yeah. it up and put it in the show notes. All right. But yeah, they definitely gave him a stage in the show. It was a show within a show. Yes. So it wasn't just like some actor that, right. you know, whatever. I, or maybe I'm wrong. God, if I'm wrong, that'd be no, unbelievable. No, I think you're right. I think you're right. Yeah. And he, so he comes on to perform the magic show. Yeah. <laughs> Which is lackluster, in my opinion. <laughs> it was not <laughs> impressive. Uh, not very impressive. He, pull, he like had, I think his first trick or second, maybe the first trick was something half-assed. And then the second one was that he had, you know, like a, you know, some sort of fabric that he has holding in, you know, in the air. Yes. Pulls that away. And then he had a hawk in his other hand. Like, basically, it would be like, oh, you were covering the hawk a second ago, and now we can see it. And from that one trick, he, like, came out to give a bow and, and all that. And I thought, right, I did, I that did, doesn't warrant the bow. Right. You did call that out. You're like, dude, not not so, don't yeah. be so thirsty for it. <laughs> Right. Yeah, right. Yeah, you're milking it. So <laughs> he then asks for a volunteer. He sends out Vicky, the assistant. Yes. To uh, select an audience member. Right. She's obviously been told to select Mr. Hart. Although yes. it's interesting that, anyway, I don't know if anybody was volunteering and she blew them off or whatever, but then she goes over and asks him asks Max right and she's got a great outfit on very good like glitzy assistant outfit as yeah. you said do you <laughs> what, want me to say what I say that's jewel, a, lot a lot of, of jewels g- over the giant <laughs> <laughs> that is what I said a lot of danglers yeah it was like Dingling. a lot of just plain black and then suddenly the delta region got a just <laughs> right yeah <laughs> There was a Delta variant. So, but glittered. Uh, yes. And then she leans over and asks Max if he wants to volunteer. And he says, not really. And then Marlene was kind of like, do it. Yeah. And then Max. Like, I liked uh, Marlene, by the way. She was spunky. She was. She, and described by Max as she was a modern woman. Yeah. It's a modern lady. But I was wondering if he was so so into magic, wouldn't you would be he, thrilled? Yeah, wouldn't he be super into being a volunteer? That was weird. Yeah, I don't understand the reluctance. Yeah, it's a great point. Yeah, I, don't, I didn't understand that. 
And then he goes up there. Yes. And it's very... I, th- I thought as he was walking up there, I'm like, this feels awkward. Yes. And then the magician said to him, you seem uncomfortable. And I thought he was talking to me at first, but he was... <laughs> Right. Talking to Max. <laughs> Max is a stand-in for the audience. For all the... That's right. He re- it's, it's a symbol of man's inhumanity to man. <laughs> <laughs> right. So... Because... Well, for all the uses of the music in the show, when they do the or the yeah, blah, 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 yeah. like there was no music, there was no no, it was just the awkward sound of his feet walking up there. And you know what? Now that you say that, wouldn't the audience be like all clapping him up there? Right. <laughs> they like terrible drop. show. <laughs> Hear the click clack, right? <laughs> and I could be totally wrong, but I did note that the two times that there was an audience reaction after a trick, and they were clapping after a trick, I think it was the same exact shot used twice. <laughs> I could That's be wrong, great. but it certainly looked that way. There was an old, uh, <laughs> old. I mean, like it's like fifteen to twenty years ago. There was a. What I think it was a little bit of ahead of its time, some kind of like comedy video on the interwebs, and it was a fake. It was sort of like a fake game show called "Kicked in the Nuts." Okay. And the the premise was the satire, or whatever of it was that they were. It was like a guy in like a clown wig and like a red nose or whatever, and like a black bodysuit mm-hmm. who would go around and like sort of on a hidden camera go up to somebody like a guy would be walking out of his house to like go to work to get, walk to his car and the guy would come up and just kick him in the nuts and the guy would be like oh like keeling over like super mad like that someone just kicked him at the nuts and the assailant kicked him in the nuts and then the guy would be like no 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 look and he would point over to show them that there was a camera he'd be like you're on kicked in the nuts and then the guy would be like oh that's awesome. This right? sounds super familiar. I I think I saw it. Um, yeah. And the, what they would do is the, they would cut, they would put a laugh track on, and the audience reaction would be like audience reactions from like old game shows yeah, and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. And so they would, and they would sometimes reuse the same shot multiple right. times. But right. I hope that they uh, also used the um, Price is Right sad trombone from time to time. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> So the audience, less than enthusiastic about Max's participation. Right. The dude basically makes very, like, the trick is Max sits down in a chair. Yeah. And then closes a curtain in front of Max. Yes. Then he opens the curtain and Max isn't there, which to me isn't that great of a trick because like, uh, no. well, it's behind a curtain. Anything could happen. Right? Yeah. Which you see. He's not sealed in a box that he spins around or whatever. He's just yeah. like, here's a chair and a curtain. Right. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. You see the chair pivot to the, there's like another chair that's yeah. empty. It's like a two sided dingus. Uh-huh. right? And you get spun. And yeah. And Vicky was all, shh, go that way. Yeah. And then Max steps over one of the many trap doors that are apparently on the stage. Yeah, there are a lot. And then Creepy Duder, the Undertaker guy, like pulls a lever. Yeah. And Max falls down a chute that is a Y shape. Like, so there's two ramps, one from each each of two trap doors. Yeah. That funnel then into one slide, and then land a bunch of giant pillows. Yeah, and the whole slide shoot thing is like twelve feet long, <laughs> yes. maybe maybe eighteen feet. But I'm gonna say no. Closer. I'm gonna say not. Yeah, yeah, less. So I just want to point out that there are <laughs> like there's a sign next to the lever for trapdoors, and it's trapdoor one, two, three. And there's like eight of them. Yeah, but there's only <laughs> two. Ramps 
Yes. The ramp only connects to two of the doors. So the other doors, you're just on your own. You're just dropping to the floor. Well, one of them, we find out later. Leads to a little room. Drops you into a room. Correct. But I don't understand where that room would be. I'd have to think about because if you think about that. Yeah, doesn't make any sense. Anyway. You're right. uh, No, it's next to because we find out later that there's a room where there's a tiger. Yeah. A pit, sort of. Yeah. Tiger pit. Poor thing. So Max goes down and lands on these pillows. Yeah. Actually, his stunt double does. Because there's some great wig action on that tumble down the chute. It's a great point. (laughs) Then the invisible man steps out. A guy in like a brownish or gray suit wearing face bandages. Yeah. Steps out and says something to Max. Yeah. I don't remember what. Does he say, you're not Mr. Hart? Or... Yeah, they identify. They realize yeah. that Max isn't. Yeah. They were expecting Jonathan Hart because of the tickets for mm-hmm. the table, right? And then they get, they get Max. So they keep Max in this downstairs area that has like a bunch of gear, like a bunch of props and magic stuff. Yeah. They also say one of one of these clowns <laughs> say suggest just killing Max, and then the other says no let's hold on to him until he's not worth he's, anything right, or i yeah. can't remember the exact line right. spoiler alert they do nothing with him <laughs> like he's not even bait really because when the hearts go to this place to find him they let the hearts like in look around and leave so i mean there's like no reason sense, to right? hang on to max a great point. at all right <laughs> also, the heart, if you wanted the hearts, they show up there the yeah. next day. Why are they walking back out of that place? What kind of criminals are these? <laughs> Amateurs. I'd say. <laughs> as good as their magic. <laughs> Which is sort of at odds with the... Well, I don't really, we're not really going to spoil it. Nobody's watching the episode while we're talking about it. <laughs> the guy, the invisible man guy with the bandages. Yes. He's gone to the trouble to get plastic surgery to make himself look identical to Jonathan Hart. Identical. Because that's possible. But they let Jonathan Hart walk out and they only to have to try to like recapture him later. Yeah. yeah. I mean. Yeah. Their, like, plan is bananas. <laughs> right. Well, also, I, I have no idea why they want to capture him anyway. Well, then he was going to kill Jonathan Hart, and then he was going to be Jonathan Hart? I, that was my guess. I was actually, when it was over, I was a little like, wondering the same thing. Do? Like, what was the plan? What was he going to, was he going to just, like, go to the bank and be like, I'm Jonathan Hart, and, yeah. like, here, give me my money, and then Or he was maybe gonna, I'm like, just going to run Hart Industries and right. live like a king. Maybe. Maybe. And, and my and my two little lackeys will be my new Max. <laughs> so weird. It doesn't make any sense. No, not at all. I mean, <laughs> there's got to be an easier way. Yeah. I don't know what they were trying to achieve. <laughs> yeah, so, the criminals on the show are hilarious. Really, I mean, think about yes. <laughs> <laughs> Let's pretend this kid is Jonathan Hart's kid. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, like, yeah. I'm still upset about that episode. <laughs> yeah. So, bandage guy, right? Says we're gonna keep Max, but you're right to know. Yeah. To know for, it. Yeah. So then, Jennifer makes some delicious-looking sandwiches with very oh healthy sides, yes. right? grapes and yes. orange slice. And they talk about how Max didn't come home, and they're like, what's up? with Where's Max? Yeah. Also, then, there were toothpicks in those sandwiches. With the, with I, the, I have to with the sizzle. Out. Yeah. Yeah. And sandwiches cut on the diagonal. That's, that's classy. <laughs> Maybe you can by taste. So then... <laughs> Wait, what did I say that to? I can't remember. remember. It was... I think it was when we went when they went back when they went yeah. to the magic castle to go oh, yeah, investigate. Yeah. Oh. 
And there was like, uh, and all the lights were on, and you could like walk through them. They walked through the magic castle, and it yeah. was just a it was, shit show from the design point of view. Yeah, it was fairly gaudy, right? Pink marble. The that pink led marble up was to, upsetting. Yeah, it was completely. Outrageous. There was something else specific, I think, that really ticked there you off. There were a lot of columns for no reason, yes. and there was just. A, there was a whole lot of Yeah, it's a nonsense. disaster. It looked like it was designed by musicians <laughs> or magicians. Yeah. Yeah. To which, is that where I said you can't buy taste? Yes, I think so. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, it's true. It is true. <laughs> Although, apparently you can buy tasty oh, sandwiches. Oh, well, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. It, it was at the castle, but I remember what it was. What was because it? <laughs> they're going through that horrible place, and then they come up. <laughs> On that player piano. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I come up on it, and it says something. Oh, there's a sign on it that right. says "Say Tell something and we'll play, play something" or whatever. And then suddenly, and then they say whatever, and then it starts playing. <laughs> and Jennifer <laughs> is absolutely captivated by this piece of crap. <laughs> Whatever's going on there, some kind of this. P- I think that's called piani music. And she says, oh, it's marvelous, or something like sure. that. And I was like, oh, come on. That is not marvelous. <laughs> yeah. Not marvelous. No. No taste. Bought. <laughs> she seems fairly easily entertained. Yeah, she does. I mean, which is nice. Yeah, it's easy. Right? Mm-hmm. She's likable. Um... <laughs> So, the hearts have a little sandwich and discuss this thing. And then Jonathan makes some calls because they find out Jennifer recalls that the, Max's date's name was Marlene. Yes. So, Jonathan gets Max's little black book. <laughs> yes. Which was like a huge thing at, in that era in the 70s Aww. and 80s. Do people ever talk about that anymore? I don't, I don't think like so. I feel people don't. No. It's too bad. Yeah. It was a great construct. Yeah. Agreed. I remember that when I was a kid. I'm like, do people have that? <laughs> right. Um, right. That'll be in our gift shop for the podcast. Totally. It's <laughs> a great idea. Right? That's a great idea. <laughs> so he calls around, and then he ends up getting a hold of Marlene, who gives him an earful on the phone. Yeah. He's like, I'm Jonathan, and she's like, is this Marlene? And she's like, does Max work for you? But wait, you skipped over the fact that he was going through the, Max's black the book. The multiple Marlenes. And there were multiple Marlenes that he had to call. Right. And one of them was, this was the Marlene that he met at the wedding, but she's getting divorced and wants to meet up with him soon. That was great. That was actually <laughs> yeah. the best part of writing in the whole episode, right? Yeah, it was pretty good. Those was pretty good bits. So... <laughs> He calls, he gets to this Marlene. He's like, hi, I'm Jonathan Hart. Is this Marlene? And she's like, are you the one that Max works for? Uh He's like, yeah. And then she's like, wow, let me tell you about that two-bit stem, why he ought to... And she's screaming to him on the phone. Yeah. Then in the next scene, they drive their Rolls Royce to a place that is designated by its own signage as being Acme Rolls Royce Repair. (laughs) Yes. Right? Am I right about that? Or you know what? No, Acme, Acme was is later. the magic supply company. Later. Yes. This is just, yes. it's Marlene's Rolls Royce Repair. Okay. I don't remember the name of it, but I just yes. remember thinking, like, why are there more Rolls Royces in this parking lot? But then, yeah. It's Marlene's Rolls Royce Repair. Yeah. Marlene is under the undercarriage of a Rolls Royce working yes. on it when they get there. Yeah. Hold on, Tuts. <laughs> Yeah, then he, she rolls out, stands up with excessive makeup, but, yeah. but a nice dirt smudge to show that she was working exactly. on the car. A little smudge on the cheek, but an t- amazing amount of makeup with the fake lashes and everything. Yeah, the whole, the works. Yeah. Which actually made me kind of like her. She kind of has the, <laughs> I think they didn't really. Also, wait, I'm going to interrupt to yeah. say also, <laughs> I'm just realizing that her getup for her mechanic getup was a white yeah uh you know jumpsuit, one piece yeah. jumpsuit yeah. just like, like in the other episode yeah. where they were mm-hmm. yeah with the old timey car 
That's what you wear when you're working on a car. That's a what you white wear a white yeah. jumpsuit. Yeah, that's how you do no it. No smudges on the jumpsuit. Uh, I think they had some smudges. Yeah? Okay. I think hers was a little smudged. Okay. Um, <laughs> then she has the same conversation she had on the phone with the hearts, which was confusing to me because she yeah. doesn't seem to like, they're like, wait, you're Jonathan Hart? Like, <laughs> right. Wait, does Max work for you? Like, they have the same conversation, right. which doesn't make any right. sense. Right. <laughs> right. And then she's basically like, yeah, Max, you know, that, that no good whatever stood me up. He ditched me on the date. And then they're like, well, we're concerned because he never came home. And then she's not concerned at all. She yeah. doesn't change her tune she's at like, all. Eh, okay. Probably found a showgirl. <laughs> Like, that makes sense to you. Right. Like, that he would... Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to leave her at that table and take off. Right. Yeah. Marlene's got her own logic. (laughs) She's been hurt before. (laughs) She also had a... Oh, and I'm not going to have to be able to think of the reference... Her, like, stomping gait, like, when she left the Magic Castle, she was like a Mrs., uh, I want to say Mrs. Crabapple, but it's not. It's, it's from The Simpsons. It's uh, Mrs. Crabtree. What was the, uh, some TV character, anyway, that I can't think yeah, of right I'm now. Not with, uh, yeah, I'm not with, yeah. Try to come up with it later. Um, <laughs> yeah, but she's like, okay, well, whatever. Like, she has yeah. no concern for yeah, Max. Which, okay. All right. So, I mean, maybe that turned out for the best with Marlene. Right. Um, I was bummed not to see her come back around by the end. But right. Yeah, but, yeah, you're right. Maybe it's for the best. Yeah. I think we should, Max should <laughs> hook it up with a wedding Marlene instead of this one. <laughs> right. Um, so they're like, okay, I think something's up. And that's when I think they go to the, they're like, we're going to go check out well, this magic the place. Well, they get the most irritating call that you've ever heard from Vicky. Oh well, wait! No, I thought that was that's what no, that's sent them after. to. No, that's what sent them to that stupid place. Yeah, but they but first they go to the magic castle. We skipped around. Oh okay. After they they haven't been to the magic castle yet when they see. When oh, they see you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. So yeah, then they're like, yeah. okay, now we're concerned. They just they only have the sandwiches. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. And he hasn't been home. <laughs> right. So now is when you have the can't buy taste section yeah. of the thing. Right. Now they go to the thing. <laughs> And then, I don't know what happens there. Do they encounter the magic, the makeup magician? Yeah, the the magician. Who, by the way, I do have to point out, every single time that you see him, some magic happens. Yeah, he's doing magic. Like, through the entire episode. There's a lot of shtick. And, And I guess, you know... Coming right. up, even when he's not around, there's right. magic going on. Yeah. But even he, the rando guy that they talk to. While he's talking uh, to them, right, yeah. he's like doing tricks. Yeah. He turns himself into a tiger at one point. While they're, they're asking him questions, they're like, we need to know where Max is. And the guy's like, maybe watch somewhere. this. And they're like, <laughs> I would have punched the guy in the throat at that point, except I would have gotten that weird makeup all over my hand. Maybe he, maybe you'd rather kick him in the nuts. I would rather kick him in the and nuts. And then point the, the camera. Yeah. Exactly. You're on kicked in the nuts. No, no, no. It's okay. You're you're on kicked in the nuts. Right. So and yeah, that, he he turns himself. I mean, he goes into a cage and tells him to you count know, to three. Count and to Jennifer, three. Jennifer, I would have done this. One, two, three. <laughs> or not counted at all. Right. And just pulled the sheet off the thing. Yeah. But Jennifer goes one, two. <laughs> Three. Like, what the f? Yeah. Let's pick up the pace here, Mrs. Yeah. Hart. <laughs> then the guy's a tiger. Yeah. They pull off the sheet, and lo and behold, there's a tiger, which, a was, tiger. which was surprising. Alarming. Yeah, yeah, sure. Unexpected. Unexpected. Then there's a couple trays of, like, half-eaten dinners, even, <laughs> even though it's the <laughs> afternoon. Right. So from last night's show, they just That's left true. people's dinners, That's steak true. dinners. That's super funny. And then... <laughs> Jonathan takes like a bite or like a little strip of steak and throws yeah. it in a box. Yeah. 
And the tiger apparently goes for that instead of the full plates of and the live yeah. food. Yeah. Tiger's All the like, shots of the tiger, by the way, are from right above its head. And as if the tiger is like maybe as tall as your knee. Uh-huh. Like if it's supposed to be point of view, Jonathan Hart, it might not which have is been what able it's to figure supposed out to how to like shoot that safely, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely not. Because yeah, it was absurd. But anyway, yeah. So then they, whatever they. So tiger secure, goes in the box. Yeah, tiger secure. secure the tiger. Mm. But then poof, the sides of the box collapse and the guy is there. Again. Oh yeah, right. And then Jonathan's like, right. <laughs> Jonathan's like, that's kind of a douche move. Yeah. And the guy's like, oh, the tiger wouldn't hurt you. <laughs> and he's holding the cutest little kitten. It is a cute kitten. Yeah. But the wrong color. I wouldn't make it black. No, you would make tiger. it tigery. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Like, it almost took me a while to put it together. Like, why is he holding a cat? I'm like, yeah. oh. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Get it? <laughs> like, did the prop person or the wrangler, like, listen, we can't, the tiger cat's booked today on Bewitched. And so we got to, like. <laughs> right. <laughs> Make a, do. That was a miss on their part. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Plus, all the makeup they put on that guy, they couldn't put some tiger makeup on the cat. <laughs> right. Construction paper or something. Yeah, something. <laughs> right. So the dude's like, whatever. And they're like, okay, I guess. Yeah. Off we go. So he lets them leave, even though they're the people he's trying to capture. Exactly, which makes no sense. Yeah. And they just leave, like, apparently feel like, well, we've exhausted this lead. Yeah. (laughs) Right. And then they leave, and then you see Max held captive down there. So then they bring Max back out from wherever they had him yeah. sequestered while the hearts were there. Yeah, he's playing and cards Max, or solitaire. He's solitaire, and Vicky brings him a sandwich. Right. And then she sits down, and Vicky's very sweet, and she's like, I don't really, I'm not really down with this whole deal. Right. Uh, and the Undertaker's overhearing this whole conversation. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, he does a lot of creeping, skulking. Yeah, yeah. He's a skulker. Mm-hmm. And he seems kind of weak to me. He seems weak. Yeah. Like, why would you have to skulk around? Like, I think take he just control. likes it. I think he likes it. I think he yeah. likes to be creepy. Yeah. He likes to be on the on the fringes. <laughs> right. I don't know what his deal is, but I don't like it. Yeah, I don't like it either. <laughs> then. So Vicky's talking, confiding in Max that she wants out of the deal. And Max is like, listen, you need to just get out of here. Take (laughs) off and don't come back. Capiche? Everything but capiche. (laughs) (laughs) Who says capiche? Do people say that? You know, on TV. Max does, because Max is from the 30s. Yeah, right. (laughs) So... Then you know it's curtains for Vicky, right? Cause yeah. Because the Undertaker guy over here is... Yeah, right, right. But before curtains for her, she does get in a call to the hearts that made you absolutely furious. Apoplectic. <laughs> I'm so mad about this. Vicky, you would be alive today. And maybe she Vicky, is. Vicky calls... Yeah, that's another. We'll get to that one. Yeah. Right? So when we get to Acme Magic Supply, Vicky <laughs> calls the hearts and is like, um, I know where Max is. Why don't you meet me at this place? There's a whole bunch of preface, too, first. Yes. You don't know who I am, but I. <laughs> right. Jonathan's like, he asks, who is this? Yeah. Who the fuck cares? Yeah. Where's Max is the question. Yeah. He doesn't ask it. She doesn't tell it. There's a bunch of back and forth, and you're right, a bunch of pre-roll. And then she says, meet me at this place at this address this afternoon or whatever. Right. Like, (laughs) your line, Vicky, should be, Max is in the basement of the Magic Castle. Max is in the basement of the Magic Castle. Call the cops to the Magic Castle. He's in the basement. 
We're in right. the basement right, right. now. <laughs> or call the cops. Yeah. Uh, that's the cards don't call the cops. I mean, <laughs> ever. No, no. I mean, she should have called the cops. You're right, 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 right. Unbelievable. Yeah. Well, I mean, bananas. <laughs> right. Then, so of course she sets up this meeting, which happens to be at the Acme uh, Magic Supply House. Which uh, this is definitely my favorite part of the whole show. <laughs> Long this. story short. Vicky's somehow stabbed to death here, and they leave her body out. And then the Undertaker guy puts on an awesome clown mask, like rubber mask with attached wig. Yeah. And the hearts do the thing they do, which is they separate. When when an environment is creepy and threatening and dangerous, they separate from each other. Right. (laughs) Right. And they do like five reference shots to the outline of the lady with the balloons and the knife throwing act. Yeah. And then sure enough. You know it's coming. Yeah. (laughs) Dude grabs a bunch of little knives and then starts throwing them at the hearts. Yeah. Jennifer discovers Vicky's stabbed body. In Baby Bear's chair. In Baby Bear's rocking chair. Which we don't know why. Is there a magic act where you need a Papa Bear, Mama Bear? Yeah. Her body's then there's an altercation, and then they use a prop cannon <laughs> and they shoot prop plastic <laughs> billiard balls at the clown guy, right? Who stays directly in the path repeatedly, and by the third ball, gets like discouraged. Third time right. he's hit with a slow moving plastic ball, yeah. He's like, Forget about trying to kill these people, I'm out of here, yeah. And he heads for the door, yeah. And yet somehow during that time, for no apparent reason, Vicky's body has now disappeared. Yes. So, is magic. she not actually? <laughs> it's magic. It is magic. There's also, I love this whole sequence because, like, once, so it's starting, it's definitely a trope at this point that they are going to be in some sort of warehouse or, you yes. know, like the museum, yes, the, right, you know, right. artifact room right. or whatever, where there's just a bunch of crap. Hijinks ensue. And, <laughs> for, yes. For, it's a recipe for some kind of fight scene. For sure. But even better with the Acme Magic Company is there were also a bunch of things that just were totally nonsensical about being There's a in stuffed there. polar bear. I'm not sure what that has to do yeah, with magic. Yeah, like why is, <laughs> why is that there? Did I write down? There's some like I didn't shoot. I didn't columns, write columns. Some like yeah. There's like some bizarre columns. Would that ever be in a magic it show? Did have no. the sword box. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's a classic magic thing. Yes. They had that. They had a couple of classic magic things, but not a lot. A lot of weird stuff. No, a lot of just like a... Like thrift store stuff. Like, yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, the, the props people did, just didn't know what to do with that place. Yeah, they just like, just fill it up with some more stuff. Yeah. And the polar bear gets like a long... Like Jennifer does like a long like stair take to yeah. the polar bear, and then they show the polar bear looking back. I mean, I don't know what the point... Like they had to fill up the yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the whole sequence was fantastic. And Jonathan is who knows where. Yeah. Yeah. Walking around somewhere. And then they throw the knives. The the part I was disappointed in is I thought they were going to get into an actual situation where Jennifer was standing in the outline and he was throwing and hitting the balloons, but they didn't do that. That was was a little bit of a bummer. Yeah, agreed. They did throw knives at Jonathan and hit the balloons. Uh huh. But (laughs) But also. That's all you get. Really, the throwing of the knives, like yeah, there's that's the best route. Stab her, (laughs) right? I mean, this stuff is idiotic. So then, (laughs) there's an interlude where, for some reason, and I don't know why. Oh, maybe it's to reveal that the mummy guy is the brother of the magician. Mm-hmm. They go to have lunch with some weird ass like old uh, magician guy yeah. who's e- who apparently stole a second grader's lunch and is <laughs> eating it in the park. <laughs> right. He's got the tiny ass like half pint of milk. Yeah. And a san- a paper bag with a sandwich. And the sandwiches, <laughs> if I may go back to this, is all akimbo. Yeah. I mean, it's like... as is the milk carton when he puts that down. Yeah. Although yeah, although one of the shots later up. it's suddenly up. Yeah. 
But yeah, it's like it's definitely like an element. He's a red apple. He's like a red delicious apple. Right. Oxymoron. Yeah. But that. But yeah, I I don't I don't understand why he was. just, either someone lost a bet and he had to be in it. Right. Also, his hair. Oh my god. Unbelievable. Oh like, my god. Like a like a matted helmet of spray painted gray. Yeah. I mean, from behind, it was, it was wild. Like the worst thing I've ever seen. It was wild. <laughs> it's a real weird choice. And then he does some, you know, yeah, poor magic as well. He has some real annoying magic. Yeah, but uh, to, Jennifer to, is and, and sometimes, And it's sometimes seemingly to, like, illustrate his point, but it doesn't really go with his right. point. Right, But he tells them that Herbert Schmerbels is actually the brother of the magician, but they don't, you know. Right, And he's right. like, wait a minute. Right. So then Jonathan realizes, like, something's up. Right. So they go back to the magic castle again. Mm-hmm. Jennifer brings her clutch in <laughs> right. because you want only one hand free. Right, because you want to have a hand occupied when you're going into a dangerous situation to deal with known criminals. <laughs> right, and perform a rescue up. <laughs> and this is when then the hearts get like the Undertaker guy gets them into the position and they're exactly positioned. They go down the chute both now, so you get to use both sides yeah. of the ramp. Which side note, I think them. Falling down the chute, I want to say that's in one of yes, the, in the intro in montages. The intro, but I'm, we haven't seen any from the third season, so is it? Or maybe we'll have to go back and we'll look. because I feel like it I would have been right. in the that's, second that's season, like, which is right. weird. Right? Why? <laughs> yeah. So they both go down the chute. Shoot, and then basically, oh, they have stunt the, doubles do. They have the right. They have the. Face off with it. Then they have the tete-a-tete with the uh, magician guy. Right. He's got a tiniest-ass little gun. Right. And then the Undertaker guy is creeping sort of around the background. And they're like... Skulker's got a skull. Oh, yeah, and then the the Invisible Man guy's there, right? And he's basically like... They do the bond thing where they explain the thing, and then the right. guy takes off his bandages and realizes and reveals that he is yeah. made to look like Jonathan Hart. And as you pointed out, they did some kind of thing where what's his name, Robert Wagner, is obviously doing playing the thing, but then it seems like they dubbed somebody's voice in. Yeah, so that his voice would not be Robert Wagner. Paging Mister Herman, Mister P W Herman. It's like just the oddest looking thing where, yeah. Then they did what I think was probably a pretty advanced shot for the time where the two, where the two Jonathan so. Hearts are facing each other. Right. I feel like that's pretty high tech for the time. I, maybe. I mean, this is pre-digital, whatever. Yeah, and so yeah, 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 yeah. It had to be pretty interesting to shoot that. So they, I don't know, they have some kind of face off and then There's they tie little, them yeah. all up. Right. So that three minutes later, they can give the order to kill them. Yeah. So they tie them up, and then the bad guys go all go upstairs and talk about it, and they're like, <laughs> finish them off. I'm like, well, why did I just spend the time tying them up if one minute later you're going to send me back downstairs to finish them off? Right. Meanwhile, Max, again, I mean, he's like Vicky's rubbed off on him. He's like, <laughs> He's like singing a song, and then he's like he's singing <laughs> that old black magic, yeah, Scooby Doo. And they're like, "Why are you singing?" He's like, "Cause you know, Herbert Schmerbel's uh, made a mistake. He used a trick rope to tie me up." He spends all his time talking when the guys could be on his way down the steps to shoot him. Right. He finally frees up his hands and then starts to free up the hearts, but he's like. Making a real show, but it's like, Max, yeah. real proud of you. Why don't you hustle up and get us free? <laughs> right. Then there's another ridiculous magic prop fight scene. Right. That then yeah. carries on upstairs. Right. And it then involves the trap door. And then Jonathan's got the gun. He yeah. gets a gun. 
but he doesn't use it on the guy. He goes in to go for the hand-to-hand combat with the gun in his waistband. Yeah, no, the gun he runs does across ca- the room. It comes out and then it gets th- yeah, well, it gets thrown that's because he ran over to the guy and starts fighting with him. Okay, and then he's like, okay, now I'll take up the gun while we're <laughs> right amid you know yeah. And then he takes up the gun, and the guy knocks the gun out of his hand, and right. then Jennifer manages to knock out the magician with just a blanket. Yeah, she throws a blanket on us. Oh, by the way, the magician is inside, like, a sarcophagus for, like, is he just hang out in there? Right. <laughs> Why is he even in there? <laughs> right. Yeah. Also, everyone throughout this entire thing has like is completely do like the magician. Every time you see him, even full though it's the middle, outfit, yeah, yes. even it's the middle of the day. Yeah, full glam. No matinee. Full glam. Yeah, full glam. Full glam. Which is, by the way, this I love that it's the same exact suit and decoration, like sequin flames on the lapels, just different colors every time. It's, that's his. That's his signature. Strong motion. branding. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. And then, I appreciate that. So there's an elaborate fight thing. A trap door opens. The two Jonathans fight. Mm-hmm. Extensively. The, yes. A lot of grappling. And then the bad guy, one Herbert Schmerbel's the Invisible Man, goes, <laughs> falls into the pit with the tiger. Yeah, because they've opened yet another trap door. And there's a lot of back and forth of who's going to fall in there. Yeah. It's exhausting. Yeah. Um. <laughs> in some of the shots the ti- the tiger sound effects are constantly the tiger like growling and roaring and such right, but, one of it but every asleep. shot is like sometimes it's walking around a couple of them it's literally like laying on the floor in the background <laughs> but with the menacing growl foley yes And then, I don't even remember what happens. Do the cops show up? Do the FBI? Like, I don't even know what happens. They don't really even tell no. us what happens. No. It just ends with the guy being thrown in there, being falling in there. And Jonathan Hart has some quip about, cops will be here by dinner time. You know, right. as the tiger growls right. at him. Yeah. Right. And then, scene. Bwah, 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 bwah. Then they're back. Then there's the little wrap up, the denouement yeah. back at the house. <laughs> the coda. And Jonathan Hart is wearing a white sweater with no undershirt. Yes. Bold. <laughs> Bold. I wonder if those hair, the chest hairs get tugged a little when he's. Right? Yeah. Seems uncomfortable. It seems like a real, uh, on a number of levels, a, a bad choice. Yeah. And then, uh, and then that's it. No, that's not then, it. Oh, Max does a card trick for them. Yes, which I called. Um, kind of disappointed. No Max kimono in this episode. Yeah, yeah. We do get him in a ruffled shirt tux the entire episode. Yeah. Although you did make an interesting point that there isn't, um, they're not solving a murder. Yeah. Right, Vicky gets murdered. Unfortunately, Maybe, we think. Pretty sure. Yeah, it would make sense, but I don't yeah. know why she's gone. Right. Unless she just had a trick knife in her back and right. walked off. If only. That's what I'm going to choose to imagine. Uh, me too. Um, <laughs> well, it's pretty good. Yeah. In you know in a way in a way in the sense of it. Has maintained the consistency where the plot doesn't really make sense. Right. Doesn't really add up. Yeah. It's like a J.J. Abrams production. God, they wish. He wishes. <laughs> he wishes. Right. Yeah. Confounding. Yeah. There was a lot of funny, funny stuff, though. I mean, I recall laughing quite a bit. Yeah, you were you. <laughs> I mean, when you know, suddenly the sarcophagus opens and like there's the magician. Why? When like a few minutes ago he was like with suitcases and like ready to take off for the airport or wherever. Right. Like, yeah, he did have <laughs> giant suitcases. He had like, giant suitcases. Yeah. Oh, now let me hide over here. While you go down and kill them, instead of me like making my way, I'll just go like rest in the sarcophagus for a minute. Right. He had a really he had a theatrical flair. 
which God he bless. did a lot of like talking with his hands. Yeah, the a gesture, lot of show hands and like, wild. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Good stuff. I wonder what he thought. Like the dude, like the actual magician dude, is like. This is going to be sweet. I'm going to get so much exposure. My brand is going to blow up after I'm on a heart to heart playing a mu- magician. Right. <laughs> right. I always love that kind of stuff. Like, um, in for your eyes only, the great Lynn Holly Johnson plays an ice skater. Like a professional right. ice skater plays right. an ice skater. Right. Like, I feel like that is the. W- I don't know. Maybe it was uh, at that time that was the thing. But like, I feel like people should learn their lesson. Like, don't play the thing that you actually are, and it can't turn out well. So, on the flip side, my favorite movie of all time, Boogie Nights. Which, by the way, in my podcast with you a couple of years ago, and you asked me what my favorite movie was, and it could, I was a blank. Boogie Nights is the answer. Is that right? Okay. Yeah. Love. Never seen it. Love. When I actually had the DVD that had, like, the director's cut. I mean, the, not to cut, um, you know, with a director comments. And then, like, yeah. some other stars had, like, their own comment runs as well. And I, one day I rewatched the movie. I'd already seen it several times. But I rewatched the movie. Then I watched it again with the director's comments. <laughs> then I watched, like, the deleted scenes. Then I wa- And at one point I looked at the time and I realized I had been watching some version of Boogie Nights for the last, like, 10 hours. <laughs> Which was <laughs> totally ridiculous. John C. Riley is in it. And there's also a guy in it who is a legit magician, but plays a cameraman in this movie, okay? But P.T. Anderson, the director-writer, is, like, from Hollywood... His parents were really good friends with this guy. He put him in the movie. Okay, He's a magician, but he's in the movie as cameraman. <laughs> yeah, John C. Riley make his the magician's character sit and watch John C. Riley do terrible magic tricks That's for one scene, stuff. which is hilarious in concept. <laughs> That's some good meta stuff. Here's, here's this scene. I'm going to have you sit through, and John C. Riley's going to improv a bunch of really terrible magic. That's funny. That's good material. Yeah. Um, not so for this one. <laughs> no. No. It was hard to take. And the magic tricks weren't very, like, if I was that guy, I would be like, you have to let me do, like, a good trick. Yeah. Like an actual trick. Right. Yeah, there were none. The shot counter shot where like now there's a tiger and now there isn't like that's not a good yeah showcase of his magic skills. Right. Maybe he's not a magician. Maybe he just really is got the shtick down with the gesturing. Maybe I guess we're gonna have to look it up. Uh, we ha- I must know. But I <laughs> yeah I could be told I could be wrong. I thought and it said the, in the oh yeah credit or in the, the whatever the setup on the uh, channel that okay, it was okay. like a magician blah blah play you know yeah yeah i'll have to look all right yeah hmm. to be investigated mm-hmm. that's what your show notes are for yeah <laughs> all right it might be a wrap on this one i think it might be okay um yeah it looks uh, like it's probably time yeah. to uh you know the, count the carrots you're right <laughs> you know what the music means <laughs> blah, 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 blah. <laughs> uh, Wrap it now here. I'm excited. I did see when we looked through the menu of, of episodes. Yeah. There is uh, some, some awesome promising stuff, yeah, right? For sure. Um, some at least I should say awesome titles yes. and setups. Well, I mean we picked this one because you just started laughing harder when this one came up on the menu. <laughs> I did. And I was not disappointed because I did laugh throughout. <laughs> This one didn't seem interminable in the way that other ones did. And I yeah. got, when it was over, I was like, did anything happen? But I didn't feel as long <laughs> right. as some of the other ones while it was going on. Right. Be interesting. But yeah, I think we have some promising stuff coming yeah. up. Yeah. The Heart Express. That oh one my looks God. unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's the next one. Might be. Okay. Uh, great to see you great to do this indeed we'll do it again soon sounds good 
uh, thanks to our listener or two out there for listening, right? Indeed. Okay. All right. Count the carrots. Oh, I need to go get my beak wet is what I need to do. Yeah. It's All right. bad. All right. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> I didn't know if I should bust out my, you know. Your song? <laughs> no, the, the sword in the box. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, unfortunately, I had a flash of you know the fact that Atticus listens to this. I feel like you know, sure, g- gems on the giant is probably as far <laughs> as I should go. <laughs> like that, I would say in front of him. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> He's a lucky kid. <laughs> That's good material.